Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. It says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. All, all. <laughs> we have noticed the Christian, or been noticing the Christian and his battles, and we've seen the enemy described, the exhortation, the enemy, and the equipment in for weeks, months. We've been looking at those things. Now that was the description of the enemy. Now we see the defeating of the enemy, verse 18 to 20. And this is where we're at tonight, beginning with verse 18. And as usual, we'll go off this on the with the subject in mind of praying always, praying always. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we have access to the very throne room of God, into the Holy of Holies, into heaven itself. Lord, I pray that we would use this to bring your blessings upon the ministries that we participate in. Bring your blessings upon the lives, our lives and others that we supplicate for. Bring answers from heaven that are supernatural and cannot be done in human strength. I pray that we would pray always for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the power of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, that you teach us to pray, even as the disciples requested. We ask and pray your blessing on this study tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so the Christian and his battles describing the enemy now defeating the enemy. <clears throat> this is no mistake that it comes right after the passage about the warfare and the armament that we are to put on and taking the sword of the spirit. So along with the word, the sword of the spirit, how is the believer to defeat the enemy and to do battle with the enemy? <laughs> Prayer prayer and what is it that satan fears well a believer on his knees is what satan doesn't want to see appealing to his almighty father you know he doesn't fear our stammering lips and our weak prayers often but he does fear the father he does fear God the Father, and we ought to take note of that. And when we pray as God's children to our Father, we're praying to a very powerful being. We're invoking his presence and his power with us. And I think we don't fully understand what prayer will do in our lives. And we can always go to those examples in the past where prayer was prayed. On Sunday morning, I was praying about our nation. And I didn't read, and I wished I had time to, Daniel chapter 9, where he went. And he was brokenhearted for the sins of the nation of Israel. And, and he, he, he said about four times in chapter 9, please forgive us of our sins. And he's talking about the nation. And uh, he had prayed many times. Well, how many times did Daniel pray? We have that recorded for us. Three times a day, didn't he? It says he's regular in prayer. 
He'd been praying for weeks, for months, for years. <clears throat> in fact, he'd been praying for almost 70 years. You see, he didn't quit. Because he, he was, there was 70 years in Babylon, he saw that it was coming to the end of that time. He's an old man. And he opened his window and prayed toward Jerusalem. And he prayed that prayer. Not knowing that that day there would be a miraculous answer of an angel turning up. <laughs> and answering his prayer and giving us one of the greatest texts. I, I believe this, maybe because I like prof prophecy. But one of the greatest texts in scripture to outline things in four verses of everything that's to come. A lot of things that will come. And in, in verses 24 to 27, 8. Yeah, look in those verses. But the angel said, I've been wanting to come. I've been making my effort to come and get here to answer your prayer. And so prayer gets God's, well, action, we could say. His power present with us. And Satan doesn't fear us, but he fears a, a, a saint on his knees praying to his father and the father hearing. It's like, if, if you as a father saw somebody doing something to your children that wasn't good, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. You'd just bounce into action, wouldn't you? And uh, it's, it's like a mother, a mother cow. If, if you do something to the calf and the calf bellows, gives that certain bellow, you need to get out of the way. <laughs> you need to climb the fence. Even get out, get in your car and go because they are dangerous. And when our Father hears us, beseech him earnestly, fervently and effectually, he's about to act. So pray in that manner. This is the warring that we participate in and the, the battle between them. And we're down here praying. It's not eloquence. Not the eloquence of our prayers. It's not the length of our prayers. You know, if, if it was the length of a prayer to, to get things done, Peter would have been had it, wouldn't he? Lord, save me, and as he was going down under the water. <laughs> He's, the lifeguard was the Lord, and the save me, and the Lord answered his prayer. It's not the length of the prayer. I don't think it's been irreverent, but... <laughs> I know of some people that do pray long and I know of one not in the church here, okay, so it's not you if you think it is. <laughs> and they prayed long prayers, long, long prayers. And the people that were praying with them um, just got up and quietly left. And he found, he opened his eyes and they're all gone. <laughs> now, it didn't make him spiritual, it didn't make him wrong or right, but it, it depended on how he, why he was doing it and how he was praying. And there, is there is there reason to pray long? Yeah, because there's a lot of prayer requests. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I'm not saying we should. It's the attitude, and God sees that the length, the perseverance in prayer. It does talk about that, or how prayer works. That Satan fears. It's the Father that he fears. The Word of God clears the way to the throne of God. For the child of God. And as we hear and heed the word. And live in obedience to that. We have access to the throne of God. 
as a child of God. The three realms of prayer. Now, this is not in the text here, but this is uh, something drawn from experience and from the rest of the Bible. Three realms of prayer. First of all, there's the hidden place. We are to come alone with God. Now, we publicly pray. We, in, in our services, we publicly we, we pray with, in groups afterward. But God does want us to get alone with him. And it may be in the bedroom or the bathroom, you know, the, or somewhere, some other place in the house, in the barn or the business, the car or the closet. It might be at church. You know, there's, it, it can be anywhere. A good time to pray is when you're traveling. Uh, you start by praying for safety, but then on the road, you can concentrate still and pray, can't we? What does it say in, the, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? Pray without ceasing. But keep your eyes open when you're driving. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was in, my, in a car once as a passenger and someone said, we've got to pray. The driver said that. And my brother was in there too. And he bowed his head. I mean, no, the driver. <laughs> and my brother wasn't about to bow his head if he saw the driver bowing his head and closing his eyes. <laughs> you know, I'm, I think it was a quick prayer. <laughs> it was, I remember. It was an urgent need that, that came, <laughs> came to us in the car at that time. But anyway, in a hidden place, the place doesn't necessarily matter of where the hidden place we've just watched a film what was it called Sheffy <laughs> where did he go to pray in a private place up on the hill overlooking the campsite or thing other places you'd find him um, praying and, and what did he have what what did they give him to pray wasn't his was it his auntie that gave him that the 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 uh, sheepskin the sheepskin when prayed in a private place does it say in scripture that we should go to a, a private place? Yeah, just over in Matthew chapter, chapter 6. There, take heed that you do not your arms, verse 1, do not your arms before men to be seen by them, otherwise ye have no reward. You see, this why you do the prayer matters to God. You don't have a reward of your Father who is in heaven if you do it with the wrong attitude. Therefore, when thou dost thine arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may glory, get glory from men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou dost arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine arms may be in secret, and thy Father who seeth thee in secret shall reward thee openly. When thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and the corners of the streets, and that they still do it over there, and they may, that they may be seen of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. And <clears throat> they don't only do it to be seen of men today, but you go over there and they do it to get money from men and to get money from foreigners. I don't know how much they make a day for praying for people. But uh, you feel fairly intimidated when you're amongst all these Jewish people and they're mostly Orthodox and you know, you know how upset they can get. But when they put their hand out to shake your hand, what do you do with a person like that? Shake their hand. You shake, your, you shake Ross, <laughs> when you do it. 
you shake their hand, but then they got a hold of you and they ask you. And I don't know how they know you speak English, Russian or whatever, but family. Yes, I have a family. How many children? Four. And so then they take off in prayer, holding your hand, so you can't get away. And then after that prayer, just brief in Hebrew, you don't know what they've said. <laughs> then they ask about, have you got grandchildren when you look old? <laughs> yes. How many? And then they go off and pray. But then they stick their other hand out. You haven't seen that. That's been hid all the time. And they've got money in it. Give me for praying for you. And yet, And when you say no, <laughs> they get pretty upset because I did say no. Now, Andrew was just there <laughs> to help me out of that one. But uh, it was very interesting to see the reaction. And they, they still do what here in chapter 6 of Matthew say they do. Uh, go and have the experience. Look for one that's praying for people. <laughs> and maybe tell him, you, are you praying to the Lord Jesus? <laughs> No, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but exhort him somehow. Encourage him to, to pray to the Lord Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. What will you cause them? A riot. <laughs> because they straight to the Father is what they, what they think. Anyway, <laughs> those verses there are very pertinent. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, in verse 7. For they think they shall be heard for their much, not long, prayers be not therefore like unto them for your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him if that's the case if the lord already knows what we have need of before we ask what what would some deduce from that why pray <laughs> why pray he already knows he already knows that's like a calvinist saying you don't have to witness they're going to be saved, so sit in your seat and don't go out. That, that doesn't, that's not what God wants. He wants us to interact with him. He wants us to pray to him. He wants us to come to him, and he likes to hear his children pray. <clears throat> and you, you like to hear your children ask for things and be able to meet that need. God does too. So there's the hidden place. There's the heavenly place <clears throat> of prayer. This is the realm of prayer heavenly places turn to ephesians chapter 1 and it's used several times in the book of ephesians this phrase blessed chapter 1 verse 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus as we go to him in prayer we go into heavenly places do we not <laughs> and where he is and he wants to pass on those blessings to us in christ jesus and to show us and to help us to understand the scriptures, to teach us things by his spirit as we pray even over the word of God and through the word of God. And another one in, in chapter 1 verse 20 this time, chapter 1 verse 20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. When we pray, we pray to the Lord Jesus who is where? At the right hand of the Father, there in heavenly places this is where our prayers go to chapter 2 and verse 6 of <clears throat> the book of ephesians it says and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in christ jesus a wonderful thought <laughs> these thoughts are 
chapter 3 and verse 10. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. And so heavenly places in, in when we pray. <coughs> we know in the heavens, the, the atmospheric it's believed, that uh, evil spirits are the prince of the power of the air, as the scriptures do say. And so we need to pray and our prayers can reach right through, you know. <clears throat> in, a, in a story where they're developing a case and someone's going to go to someone else and rob them, what or what do you do if you, if you don't know? I can't say that. Christians don't do that. You don't go and rob someone, but what do robbers do if they come to your house? They'll take the... They'll pull the phone line out or whatever, you know. They can't do that with the mobiles now, but... You, you cut the lion. Cut the lion. What, the, what would the devil like to do as our prayers go into heavenly places? <laughs> cut the lion. Cut the lion. And um, <clears throat> Down here, if you cut the lion, ever cut a lion? You ever cut a telecom lion? Okay. Yeah. Okay, you pulled, yeah, pulled them down. Cut the lion. I've cut, a, I've cut, a, I've cut a, quite a few telecom lines. I know some people, when one, one guy was up there working, I put a driveway in off the road and it was about a, and I come across this one, oh no. Because I'd looked and the telecom line was on the other side of the road with all the markers. I thought, no, that couldn't be. And uh, I thought, no, nah, must be a dead line. And next morning I turned up and the telecom fellow was there. And he comes straight up to me. They said, where you been working? I said, here. You're not on that? I said, no. <laughs> and he, someone, a farmer, had dug the line up somewhere. And it just so happened I was working there too. And another one. I was working just uh, around a few hills. And all I did was screw the tractor around. Screw, screw it around and it sort of digs in. The tracks dig in. There's a bit of wire. No. I dug it up at the top of the hill. And it was about a metre deep. And I thought, it's a metre deep all the way, no worries. And all I did was spin the tractor around it. And they come out and they said, we're going we're gonna to sue you. Cut the line. Cut the line to I don't know who. Another one was, a <coughs> I cut the line on Harry Schmidt's place. He said, I, I said, any, nah, that's, that's right, that's right. Extend the dam back. And up comes the wire. And I just kept digging and just pushing it into the bank. And then telecom turned up. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> they went down to Mrs. Smith and got my name. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> but Harry, Harry stood up for me and he said, "You never got permission to put that line through my place." You know, Satan must do that to us. Cut the line. And how does he do it? By discouraging us to pray. He's cut the line. Now, we have to admit, don't we, we don't pray as we should. It's praying when? Always. Always. For everything. For little things, for big things. Don't let the line be ripped up or cut. There's a lot of people put in danger if the line's ripped up. It was one of the real big ones before the... What are those things they put out now? The 
modern blue ones. Yeah, optic fibre. And uh, we got permission. It's not on that, it's on the other side of the road. And they started ripping two machines, ripping it all up. Out comes this big cable, and then telecom turned up. And it was all of Gippsland went out because it just got all ripped up. And they had to admit they gave us the wrong side of the road for the, you know, and all those people down there were out. There's no computers in those days, so it didn't matter about that. But everybody was out for days. From, you know, is it any different in our spiritual life when we don't pray? God doesn't answer prayer that's not made. He knows our need. And there's all those people that are affected that we should have and could have prayed for we didn't pray for. How many missionaries do we know about? Well, pretty well 20 or more that we know of, and there's others. What about people that have physical needs? What about the elderly? What about our children? What about our grandchildren? What, there's, there's so many that we can pray for. We need to pray. And all those on the missionary letters, every time they come, there's new people to pray for. And you, you feel overwhelmed when you read them, but I notice some people take photocopies of the prayer letters home to, to go through and pray, particularly for those needs. Good idea, but you can't remember them. Pray always. Don't let the communication be cut. We're in contact with heaven, in, to the heavenly realms with the Lord Jesus there. <clears throat> Daniel, chapter, chapter 9, but also chapter 10 speaks of that. <clears throat> we need to to do that and the last one is the holy place three realms of prayer the hidden place in the closet the heavenly place to the heavenlies don't let the line be cut by the devil and the holy place this is where we should find ourselves inside the veil who was the only one allowed in times past the high priest and he went praying for the sins of the people he went into the holy place to pray and to sprinkle the, sprinkle the blood there on the ark and that as he was instructed. Here in the holy place we engage in all prayer, always. Confession, adoration, petition, intercession, thanksgiving, praise. Christ has entered into the holy place of heaven to appear in God's presence for us. Let's look at Ephesians chapter I mean Hebrews chapter nine. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter nine. And if you want to read a book on prayer, what is an author that's known to have written quite a few and they're not, not big books, they're just little like this, paperback. Does anyone know his name? It starts with B. Bounds, did I? Yeah, Bounds. E.M. Yeah, E.M. Bounds. And uh, you, you feel, oh, I'm not praying like we should, like I should, when you read through the, all the aspects of prayer there. But Hebrews 9 and verse 24 to 25. <clears throat> For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are the figures of the true, not the earthly tabernacle and that, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. 
nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with the blood of others for then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world but now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself he's gone into the presence of the father and to intercede for us and we'll, we'll be covering more aspects of that as he as we think of it and go through this in later times matthew 27 and verse 51 speaks of the rent veil that made access to the holy of holies and in hebrews this again chapter 6 and verse 19 we read this for the law made nothing perfect but the bringing in of a better hope did <clears throat> that's seven that's not the right back one which hope we have as an anchor to the soul both sure and steadfast which entereth into that within the veil <laughs> within the veil into the holy place we go in reverently into his presence in chapter 10 verse 19 get this one right 10 19 and and the following verses having therefore brethren boldness to enter into where into the holiest and this is a place that people in past ages were not permitted to go but the high priest once a year we have the privilege of going there every day all day any time of the day into the holy place by the blood of the lord jesus by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh and having a high priest over the house of god let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let's go it says let's go into the through the veil into his presence into the holy place praying unceasingly for others and ourselves chapter 4 of hebrews and it covers it well hebrews does chapter 4 and verse 14 we read seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin let us the letters the let the let us's of hebrews are worthy to mark out let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need <clears throat> and first peter chapter 2 verse 5 tells us ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god by jesus christ so the three realms of prayer the hidden place a closet the heavenly place into the heavenlies and the holy place right in the presence of god is accessible for the christian today are we coming before the lord in prayer are we coming daily hourly to the lord in prayer yes we are occupied with our businesses but when does time snatch it and make it a time of prayer 